Hey guys, and welcome back to Fortune Theory. Here we are again for episode 11. I hope you liked our bloopers and, and best bits episode that we did, but back to business. Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm Oliver. This is Patrick. Hey, Dan. This is the first time you're here. <laughs> and we're going to be talking about Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So, spoilers. All six episodes are now available on Disney+. Plus. That's obviously not the spoiler, but you get what we're saying. So go check those out. If you're here, come on, guys, what are you doing here? If you haven't seen it yet, go on, go watch it. It's all if available. We're going to talk about it. Go watch it. There'll be links. Fun. Fun. There'll be links below. <laughs> There'll be links below. So there we go. Yeah. And yeah, so we've just had the whole series. Um, episodes one through six. Um, obviously, they all came out over the last few weeks. Now we've got to wait um, just over a month for Loki. So that's the next show that we've got as well so hmm. let's start backwards considering episode <laughs> well, six let's actually go over out. the series yeah <laughs> yeah that means six to, yeah episodes. well um where do we obviously start at the beginning but um well as you as the main marvel fan what do you think of it generally as a whole as a whole series well i think it's like in ways one division is a, is seen as better but personally like that was a bit strange for me like it's kind of meant to be um but this was definitely my preferred one because it showed that marvel could really go their full out on a tv show and they could make quality content that you would see in a film mm. in a tv show just by that opening episode of like the fight scene with between falcon and um Batroc the leaper you could tell that that's like film quality so their budget it hasn't changed Reg reg regarding yeah. like you know the cast and crew and just the you know all the special effects and cgi that they can bring in to make a good yeah, episode they are able to like they are able to like dish out a, a pretty substantial amount of money basically for these these series they've got out like mm. you could tell that like one all these well it's, it's disney so all these mm. series have like a very substantial budget like really good for each one i mean like was it one division had like 25 million per episode which is nuts yeah um, pretty crazy so i imagine i can't imagine falcon winter soldier was far off that or uh, it was rough i think it was roughly the same yeah. i can't remember where i read it now it's so it's roughly the same but yeah they've definitely got the money to play with so we can expect the effects and all the extras and all of the different special effects and visual effects and every sort of thing they actually want to do and my lips are fucked. Brilliant. <laughs> it's got red lips. For... <laughs> red lips. Boom. Oh, God. Unintentionally setting up bloopers for the next time we do that kind of episode. <laughs> but yeah. Um, I kind of feel like this episode six is probably the best place to start talking about because obviously that just came out on uh, Friday, mm. just gone. Um, next week, April 30th, my birthday, we'll be getting uh, episode two of Marvel's Assembled. So that will go into all the BTS of the Falcon and Winter Soldier um, television production. Um, mm. So we'll get um, like interviews with the cast and crew. We'll get to see like behind the scenes video footage um, of scenes and sets that we haven't seen before. Like when they did the one for WandaVision, we got to see like scenes that were in the film noir black and white in obviously color. So we got mm. to see Wanda and her outfit that she wore during the ch kids' charity show in the second episode. Got to see that outfit in the red. And mm. same with episode one where she was wearing the dress, it was blue. But obviously, you know, you, unless you're really good at picking out colours in black and white, then, you know, not many people would have known that. Um, <laughs> I feel like we'll get that because, spoilers, 
episode six, we'll get a clip, I think, of um, Anthony Mackie in um, the Wakandan Captain America take on the suit um, mm. from the comics, which I think that's like, that's the most realistic, I think, I've seen a sort of adaption of a character's costume, besides like Iron Man, in terms of like what they actually look like um in the comics because in the in the comics he literally there was almost no difference other than obviously the fact that it was made from Wakandan technology and obviously they got to put the little mcu sprinkle on it regarding how the wings look but literally it was so identical to how sam wilson's captain america costume looks in the comics and literally i was i knew to expect it but yet still when it happened i i'm blown away like i wasn't expecting it <laughs> like Everyone was expecting it from the end, end of episode five, but yeah, I was just oh, I was blown away by that. So amazing. Yeah, what's, I am. Um... Oh yeah, sorry. What you're... <laughs> yeah, I was go- I was just going to say, what's like, what's your take? But you were going there um, anyway. Well, for me, the entire series, I think there was two. Probably the last two are my favorite. I mean, episode five, I really did love because of it was leading straight off of what happened. Um, with Walker and with the Captain America that we had at that point. And I love how it sort of immediately went off from episode four. And we just see this sort of basically the reality of what happened when uh, John Walker had just what, what, what he did. And when he like actually killed the guy that and but they had nothing to do with, um, had nothing to do with her. And it's just, it led off really well. And then that episode is basically just us like, and then obviously had really bad re like, reception and on social media for the actor that played john walker obviously yeah white white russell like we said in our um like we said in our franchise versus standalone video um obviously for those who don't know he had a lot of um social media backlash because of um obviously even playing the character john walker and obviously the mcu taking it as like the next incarnation of captain america which by my count is technically the third captain america in that universe if you include isaiah bradley who we, who we met in episodes two, five, and six, who's who obviously donned the costume briefly and did a little sort of like reference to Captain America, the first Avenger, where Cap goes to save Bucky and um, the unit and mm-hmm. brings like brings home hundreds of soldiers. Like he kind of did the same thing, but he got arrested for like, for, Isaiah Bradley is a new character who kind of did the same thing back in the day. He got arrested for like 30 years because he donned the costume because um, their take on that was obviously at that time, during that time period, they the government considered it as no black man would ever be accepted as Captain America. But now obviously they have John Walker, who's like come in as like their take on the third Captain America. And then obviously you've got um, Sam Wilson, who as the show ends is now the fourth and official Captain America. Yeah. And, you know, paying an honorable tribute to, you know, all the respectable black men who can be Captain America going forward in the future. Exactly. Yeah, I loved how they, I loved how they've played off with with it, and obviously they've got they'll have links to how it all plays out really well, and the character like representation and everything. But um, yeah, going back to yeah, I really loved what uh, the the way that they showed like John Walker's is almost like 
because you, you meant that you know, just meant to hate him as a character. He's, he's sort of like almost cynical. Like he's such a good actor. He is amazing. Like, <laughs> like to make him a hateable and dislikable character like that, and just like oh, we hate you as character. Like the, I mean, the like first moment. <laughs> I saw something on Facebook where um, it's like he's welcomed amongst this list of like all these hated characters. Yeah. Like, I couldn't remember all of them, but I knew like Dolores Umbridge from Harry Potter was on there as well. And I was like, yeah, this is the place he belongs. <laughs> like, yeah. Hated characters, not hated actor, hated character. Cause like I said in that exactly. video before, no one hated on Imelda Staunton, um, Staunton, I think it is for playing Dolores Umbridge and Harry Potter, like probably mm. besides Voldemort, one of the most hated characters in that franchise. Like, you know, people are hating on him because He's playing a character that they don't like. Just it's not the actor. Just because of the fact that, like, if you don't like a character, if you think a character, if you hate a character, that means that the actor is doing a great job because you hate the character. Unless you obviously <laughs> hate the character because he's portrayed really badly and he's just like a, yeah. you know, a shit character, unless he's like been made yeah. to be like that, you yeah. know, yeah. like and Jar Jar Binks. Especially... <laughs> <laughs> is it the actor's <laughs> fault for playing him badly or just the character from being something we don't like and the director just didn't know? I, I don't know. <laughs> but in this instance, yeah, with John Walker being this new Captain America up till like up till literally episode five, it's just goes to show that how good of an actor he is because he's literally you hate him i mean at least i like uh, as cap as a captain america you want you he, you wanted him to be punched and just like had the shield taken away from him and he's such a good character he's such well, it's, a good the, it's the wink in episode, at the end of episode one that got me that last like millisecond of episode one where he, he does the oh, wink yeah, into the like... camera he's like you know he's punching bag at <laughs> uh, public enemy number one punching bag like yeah, for sure definitely. like not the actor the character there's a difference but yeah like <laughs> I, I really loved how it went out and then of course episode five was basically his entire fall because he killed that guy that isn't he killed nico the flag it. smasher yeah. he's got a name as well nico i found out <laughs> yeah. everyone's just going to call him the guy because <laughs> the guy fan like you know passive fans like just generic fans who like are sort of somewhere in between you know like the big marvel fans who won't like look into it detail wise they'll just think oh he, oh that guy and to be honest, he'll, like they'll look at it as that guy just blends in with all the other like flag smasher guys. Because to mm -hmm. be honest, it did the same thing for me. But when you watch it back, you realize who's who. Like mm -hmm. there's two blokes that kind of looked the same. It was that guy. I kept getting him and the guy with long hair who gets blown up by Zemo's butler at the end of episode six, along with the other flag smashers when the oh, fake yeah. police cops like one world, one people shuts mm -hmm. the police van. And then five seconds later, Bam. And this is like the funniest <laughs> moment ever. It's like, you know, my, Michael Bay's like, you know, consultant attribute to that final episode. Pretty much. Hiring Michael Bay just for that one scene. Yeah. <laughs> we need a really good explosion that's not forced, but funny, but at the same mm. time, you know, effective story wise. Mm. Can you do this for us, please? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I loved how, because um, the episode six basically immediately went in on with um sam wilson being a new captain america didn't it yeah it like there was no hesitation or like it wasn't like showing him like taking the costume out and then we get to see him like suited up in it in like a kind of like spider-man homecoming ending kind of way it was more of like Brilliant. it's obvious what's in that bloody box and then yeah. they you know you just see him go and i thought is there like a... when you see him flying through the sky across the bridge like you know heading towards like new york obviously and you think 
is there a glimpse of it there? And it's like, oh, no, we're not going to get it for like a moment. He chucks shield and jumps through the window. I got complete um, Doctor Who vibes, like probably not from what everyone considers the good generation because um, there was a Peter Capaldi Doctor Who Christmas special where um, they had a hero called Doctor Mysterio and they had like a same kind of building thing where that he doctor who was like running well the doctor was like running around the building and then like this doctor mysterio guy flies up to the window or flies in and it just reminded me of that and like just the way they you know evolved and escalated that kind of you know introduction for sam wilson's now captain america i thought that was great chucking the shield in and out of the window when he chucked the shield out of the window and then had to jump and catch it that was just like that almost stole the show for me i think yeah, good intro just, for him yeah. yeah but i um yeah, i really liked how he played out in this one i like it was just because i i that's the wayne the the wayne for me <laughs> the main <laughs> the wayne that was the wayne the, the wayne main thing i was worried about is like at the end of episode five the mix just it, it like just pat like tilts up to just like sam's profile and it's like credits and then okay we're we gonna and then they it? set up season two which they're gonna call captain america and the winter soldier speaking of which we've not touched upon him yet um no. i heard they had plans to do a bit more with him in um the end of episode six but they didn't really like it would have been good to see him do more stuff with his arm and get to see more of that like wakandan technology but that, i think that was the only small issue i had with that last episode was just um the fact that they they made it so it was all about Sam Wilson being Captain America. And it was yeah. like Bucky was almost like that kind of Sharon Carter level side character. Yeah. And because he was he was the side character as well. Yeah. Time, as, as she is at the very end as well. Like, yeah, we find out she's the power broker. Yeah. As well. I'm not sure if I I think other than that, it was that that was the only little tinge issue I had with it. Cause I don't know what the MCU is doing regarding where they're taking that storyline, but she's she being evil like or is she like working as a consultant around somebody wants revenge on the united nations or she whatever already paid or i don't know the names she already paid uh like was paying off the french guy oh batrock batrock the leaper yeah yeah but um, she did she did that the... so he would spy on the flag smashes basically yeah, yeah, yeah. and then that was, that was really cool that reveal was pretty good he dies and then sharon kills carly morganfowl I thought that was a bit sad, to be honest, because I felt like, you know, obviously she's a terrorist, but she was fighting towards like, you know, helping those in need. Like, for, you know, I, I can't that explain was an it. Interesting thing, actually, because that was even a bit like the like the social media thing with like the guy who plays John Walker. I don't even I can't I keep forgetting that. The White Russell, who who crazily is the son of Kurt Russell, Russell. who played Ego, the living planet, another villain um in guardians of the galaxy volume two um that came out back in Link, um 17. <laughs> but um yeah the where, where did it go to um because yeah that that whole like that same thing happened with social media with white russell there was a similar thing about how the movement of like one world one people and the flag smashes like how that's actually quite meaningful and powerful just in daily life like but it was basically like is their cause actually good but obviously they're just going about it the wrong way like because often a lot of these causes in 
in most superhero shows or films it's like they actually have a good premise to their they have a good idea they just obviously have a good have a bad like they just want to kill everyone in the process well it's like it's like thanos with the whole like you know debate about why didn't he just snap his fingers to double the resources oh because he didn't think of it (laughs) yeah (laughs) come on you gotta be a bit more logical than that yeah obviously stories need narrative therefore needing conflict to work because no story works without no conflict because then it's not compelling to an audience like you know there needs to be some sort of conflict in these types of stories it's portrayed through violence within protagonists and antagonists and then you've got the sometimes the obscure plot twisting characters who become false heroes false villains anti-heroes like Mm. deadpool well she basically is an anti-hero in this she has become that now kind of like by yeah. the end, she's obviously introduced as just like young adult, like the just older teenager that just wants good, but she's head of the flag smash. She's she's going about it really the wrong way, and she is like the main villain. And then by the end, she is basically like this anti-hero type of person that just, well, literally Sam is trying to help her in the end and he and she knows that and she knows that Mm. like you know she wants to look like the innocent party by not killing him and he knows like she knows that he's innocent and she knows that he's not going to force anything on her she knows that he needs to fight her but he won't because Mm. you know not only is she a kid but also like he doesn't disagree with like her her means he just disagrees with her ways like and that's why they're that's why they're at neck and neck at the moment well exactly. as of yeah spoilers she dies and... <laughs> <laughs> everything to do with the flag smashes yeah sam knew like ever since the start he's been he's understood her uh, her goal and obviously just like that was it episode three or four might be an episode i think it was episode when he's trying to convince her to just stop basically and then cap, cap captain uh, john walker at the time comes in yeah, and she, yeah was he, they're having that whole heart to heart like they officially meet yeah. each other like mm. sam's like saying how she's a supremacist and then she's like saying how you know she's everything but a supremacist like that's what she's fighting against and then john walker's like waited his 10 minutes he's become completely impatient and he just storms in, massive fight breaks out, Lamar Hoskins passes away because Carly indirectly kills him. John Walker, obviously having taken the super serum, goes off the rails and that's the end of Nico because Carly's gone and he's just like looking. He's on that sort of like, you know, where like in WandaVision where Wanda's like dealing with the stages of grief, like mm-hmm. he's at that like sort of anger stage where, you know, he's retaliating in like, because she's not around, he needs to let out that Hulk rage. He needs to let out that anger. He needs to like take it out on someone, destroy, like you know, dismantle, destroy them. And the closest thing he had to that was not necessarily the target he was looking for specifically, but mm. instead, whilst he has it there, he needs to take out his anger on something or someone. Well, he doesn't need to, but he does, and mm. he fucking thrashes Nico. Like, you know, poor poor guy. And also, like, as mentioned earlier in this in the story, in that episode, he was actually a Captain America fanboy growing up. And his um Mm. and his 
was it his father or was it grandfather fought in the war? So I'm wondering if they he was like teamed up with Steve um, during World War II. It was a bit of expedition. But yeah, so kind of ironic death. Yeah, that <laughs> is just like well played, well played out, scripted, like to that. That well, that's always going to be the case in like some sort of narrative, good narrative, yeah. basically. Like, like kind of the was it the Chekhov's guns that was referred to, something like that happening. That would be, or is that just foreshadowing? In a way, it's foreshadowing, yeah, because a version of Captain America is killing something that he like lived up to and was a fan of in his childhood yeah so it's it's um it's just a bit of sort of like ironic exposition isn't it like yeah where they decide to take it exactly. but um yeah i i i thought it was a pretty good series to be honest i'm not a massive fan of marvel like you are but i'll be honest one like i got into marvel again basically ever since they've started doing series basically because of like this and because of doing podcasts and everything we <laughs> you got me into watching one division and i really like that More the same way you've I got watched. me into like cherry and what chaos walking and whatnot from those sorts of episodes <laughs> we've done yeah like and got downloaded I... copies on my phone that i can like you know obviously <laughs> purchased um but i can now never get rid of because i love the films <laughs> Uh, I didn't think I would love Falcon and Winter Soldier, but I, I didn't think you would either because I know what you're like, and you're very much <laughs> like if you had to go anywhere regarding comics, it would always be like straight to Batman, DC, anything Nolan, <laughs> anything well, Nolan, just anything that's like I Nolan. guess you could technically say not canon for me, but uh, yeah, but standalone. Back to that it, argument it's, again. It's, yeah, it's <laughs> if it works, and some of in okay, my personal opinion some of the series works and i do kind of like some elements of it um i got some hits at it but again nothing can be like perfect because of course it's just it's it's this cool little series what is it called what it, it's little as far as american series are concerned because they have like 30 million episodes per series but again they haven't got a massive budget to do like i mean i guess if they dished out their budget across 30 episodes it'd be like a million an episode but mm. Yeah, it was. Um, I enjoyed it. it. That's the main thing. Is if an in show is enjoyable, and I enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed it, Ollie. Oh God, yeah. The... <laughs> it de- like, well, I'm born to like enjoy stuff like that, especially like the whole action sequence because they really got into it. Pardon me. Like at the end of um episode, not well in episode nine at the end of the One Division series, they went straight into it seconds after episode eight ended, and mm. that was just like the full on whole episode was that fight and they did they kind of did the same thing with falcon and winter soldier but mm. like you could tell there was a little bit of a time jump but not by much and it all just worked and flowed perfectly and because like you i loved the last two episodes specifically episode five just for like the mm. sort of story dynamic because whilst you know they were they weren't pushing for time but they were really like dragging it out but and the shot transitions, the fades. It's not mm. like it felt like slow stories, but in a way that really liked, worked. Yeah, that's why one of the reasons I liked episode five, because it felt like someone else was making it. Because like episode one through six, one, Minus two, three, five. four, and six is like full on Marvel. Sort of, is, the, is like what the, you'd is expect. the series. And then episode five is like someone's been given that script and then they've just gone and made it like in their own way. And I put that's probably why I like it because it seems quite like, like it's sort of generic individual. standalone. 
yeah. generic standalone film by made by any other company but Marvel. It just happens yeah. to have be set in this timeline where dealing with those characters, minus the fight scene at the beginning, because that was yeah. that was almost like full on. That was like brutal level, almost equal or to beyond beyond the level of the death in the previous mm. episode, episode four, mm. as well. Yeah, so I think, I think they were just quite, they were just episode. trying to keep that level up, weren't they? Pretty much. Yeah, they, yeah. they were good with the violence. That's one thing I'm quite like. Yeah, about twenty percent of the violence. Actually, probably almost like thirty percent of the violence in this series has been really good because a lot of the time they obviously have they can't show as much as reality because of the fact of the audience marvel is isn't designed for you know it's not r-rated all the time if ever so it's you know it's meant it's designed for kids as well so you, you can't have like the reality of bloody violence so that's why i'm that's why I just think bloody violence. <laughs> oh, me bloody arm! Bam. My bloody arm! You hit my bloody arm! arm. You bloody arm! But no, they end of episode four when he kills when he kills him, and episode five, it, a lot of the fight there is pretty pretty brutal for Marvel, and I liked that. I think audiences reacted to that on a level of shock, almost just as much as the yet obvious kind of Agatha Harkness reveal in WandaVision like at the end of episode yeah. 7 I think like because I, rem I remember like watching all the reactions to it and everyone's like mm. oh god and everyone was just like what the hell he's just killed him like you know full on retaliation like you know mm. get that guy a therapist <laughs> like you know all that sort of shit <laughs> like you know yeah, I've, um, they were both great series I loved one I loved WandaVision I've loved this as a series and oh it would be interesting could you picture it as a film the Falcon and yeah i could <laughs> if anything like because literally i found out last night they've announced um and this is new as well the they've captain announced america captain america 4 yeah which i'm hoping they do serpent society considering they you know teased that and then had the big reveal that it was going to be captain america civil war and mm. it's going to have the showrunner from this and the both the writer and showrunner from falcon and winter soldier and it's going to focus on um, Anthony Mackie, Sam Wilson's Captain America. But to be honest, I see this as Captain America 4. Like this whole series, this, se this season, this series, to me, this is Captain America 4 because you've got the characters and you've got the villains as well. Like mm. Flag Smasher isn't, an, isn't so much an organization in the comics. It's just one character. Um, you've got John Walker's US agent who's been a Captain America villain in the comics as well. Zemo's mm. back. Um, you've got Batroc, who's also back. You got obviously Sam, Bucky, and Sharon. The whole story is even centered on Captain America and the Shield. Like you know, who's taking it up next? That's literally what a vast majority of the story is all about. Yeah, because just considered it a yeah, setup, but uh, it's it's just been the I consider it the the actual like full on Captain America okay. four. That's what that is to me. That is like yeah. this whole series really of episodes could literally be. Put on an added Captain America four. <laughs> they, yeah, I don't know what the subtitle would be, but yeah, to me, Captain America four. Like, I don't know. Yeah, the new be. Captain America or something like what? Well, something, something we better agree than on Marvel related. I know, right? <laughs> Literally, if it was up to me, I'd take all the episodes, put them on an editing platform, and make make a film. Make just like a two and a half hour yeah, film. Yeah, two and a half yeah. hour yeah. film out of it. It would be mm -hmm. doable. There wouldn't be any like. You know, if I really had to edit a few scenes and change them here and there to make it work in a film as a film rather than a TV show, because 
I guess that the way they shot the scenes and, you know, compared to all of, like the Marvel logos and all that sort of stuff, they did that in a way that wouldn't work if it was a film, wouldn't work or couldn't be worked as a film, I suppose, because of the way they wanted to go about it. Well, I think you, in terms yeah. of actual filming, the actual shooting of, the, of a film and a series, you shoot a series in the same way you shoot a film. Obviously, you're not, if unless you're going to... So here's the interesting thing with Marvel things. If they have planned and they are literally ready to shoot say, two entire seasons in one go, I'm pretty sure I know that like if you shoot an entire series, you're going to shoot it in a similar way to where you'd shoot a film because it's just you have that material, you're filming all of this in one go, or over the course, like, what, that location, that location, that location, studio here, studio there. And then you have to go back to some places for season two. But if you already know what you're doing for season two, I wonder if Marvel like just combine it maybe i'm not sure how they're going i'm not sure how they're going about it now to be honest because thinking about that that's the point because they've just announced captain america 4 i wonder if it's called captain america and the winter soldier or if that's just see because they've been talking about season two they've been talking about captain america 4 is season two going to be called captain america and the winter soldier or is that what the fourth movie is going to be called because that's that bears too much resemblance to Captain America 2, The Winter Soldier. Similar, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it would be. Uh, or the it would be like Fast and Furious taking out the V's. Instead, you just put an and in there. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair though, it's not unheard of. Like, well, regarding TV shows anyway, in terms of retitling season episodes, because like again, weird example, but I, I don't give a shit. Dragons, right? And no, I'm not talking about Dragons Den, I'm talking about the how to train dragon tv show so fuck off patrick so they had season one which was called riders of burke right then you had season two which is called defenders of burke then they had a three-year gap in the timeline and brought out a new show of condensed episode seasons put it on netflix and called it race to dragons race to the edge and and then obviously they had like a uncannon babyfied sort of spin-off that only partially was based on it called Rescue Riders, which is a complete shit stick. <laughs> and I wouldn't recommend watching that. But yeah, the point being is that, you know, it's not uncommon or unheard of in anything. It brings more originality and it furthers on that whole vibe that I get from this show. And even Kevin Feige and the creators of this show said it's basically a six hour movie it's a movie split into six parts you know yes that is what exactly what it is and then in season two captain america and the winter soldier unless that's the title of the new captain america movie i wouldn't i wouldn't have hoped it's probably the same length as as snyder cut isn't it (laughs) it's probably about four and a half hours well because they're only like 40 minutes aren't they when you when you discard credits the last couple yeah you do you take out all the credits because literally everybody who's worked on each episode is the same people so you literally yeah. could have one set of credits um <laughs> uh for each for each of it and you know just all it would literally be four hours exactly i think <laughs> yeah we obviously Brilliant. can't we obviously can't do this but you know if it was up to me it would be done go on like, make an edit <laughs> yeah <laughs> make an edit fucking you yeah know, do it do it do it, it. Would you be interested in that? Comment below. Yeah. We can't, like, but... <laughs> how, what would you What would you do differently? 
would you do you think yeah. it would work do you not think it would work comment below we love to hear feedback we don't really get much to the foot so far but then we've not we really done many videos yet people we know so yeah a few, a few yeah. people that we know <laughs> yeah <laughs> goodness it'd be good to find out but, yeah um, that's about it i think i think we've been talking for a lot longer than i think but <laughs> well I, I would like to go into like what where i think they're going with it going well, forward because yeah. i think that's mm -hmm. like that's what everyone really likes to come to this stuff for like mm. they set up you they finally set up john walker as the u.s agent they gave him they upgraded this suit to be black hopefully they'll do the same with his shield with the u.s on it for u.s agent or ua i think it was it might have been u.s i don't know so that Val character in the comics, she becomes Madame Hydra. So whether or not there is something going on with that, I don't know. She could even be a leader of the Thunderbolts. She could be working with Zemo to set up the Thunderbolts. The Thunderbolts is basically Marvel's version of the Suicide Squad. Um, Zemo in the Raft prison, which is Thunderbolt Ross's personal prison. Obviously, Thunderbolt Ross is in the team, not only as like its creator, but also becomes Red Hulk and joins the team. You got this foul character who's like Madame Hydra. I feel like Scarlet Witch could possibly be on the team as well. Maybe even Bucky Barnes as Winter Soldier or White Wolf, whatever name he's going to go by going forward. Like I, I don't. Maybe even Hawkeye as well because Hawkeye was a member in the comics and obviously he's mentoring Kate Bishop for his new series. So I feel like that's where they're and obviously John Walker's U.S. agent as well. Because not only was he in the team at some point in the comics, I think, but also just the relevance of that connection and what's going on regarding how they're taking that storyline. But I'm glad he finally got the US agent title, though. Like, you know, I was hoping that they weren't just going to make him the new Captain America and say that's the MCU's take on him being US agent. No, no, he's US agent. Like, you know, I'm so glad that they finally got, well, not saying got that right, because obviously that's their intention for the story anyway, but like, you know, they, he's at where we what we've been waiting for for like six episodes now so that's good as for sharon carter i have no idea so i'm, I'm not even going to touch on it because i have no idea what they're doing <laughs> i know that she's been like she has like worked for criminals in the comics before but on the on in terms of level of antagonism i honestly have no idea so i'm not even going to go into that mm. Sam Wilson being Anthony Mackie. Uh, sorry, Sam Wilson being Captain America. Yes, he's Anthony Mackie, the actor plays him. <laughs> uh, guarantee leader of the new Avengers team. He considers himself an Avenger, but there's no Avengers team currently. So I think the team will be made up of him, White Vision, um, because obviously he retains Vision's memories if you watch WandaVision. Um, the new Black Panther that they'll introduce in Black Panther 2, Doctor Strange, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, um, Shang-Chi. Uh, Spider-Man obviously when he's whilst he's still in the MCU and just a few other characters as well you'll have Thunderbolts who I just mentioned, Scarlet Witch Bucky, Hawkeye perhaps, Thor will probably either not be on a team or he'll he'll either be on a on the Avengers team as well still or he'll be on um, the Guardians of the Galaxy team where, depending, depending on how his story goes and if he appears in Guardians 3 or not, who knows? Yeah. Hulk, uh, I don't know, because he's kind of broken his arm. He's going to be in She-Hulk, but I, I, I don't know. Like, he could be on the Avengers team as well. There's nothing that said he wouldn't have been. 
you know, they need muscle. If if Thunderbolt <laughs> yeah, Ross is going to become Red Hulk for Thunderbolts, then I guarantee Hulk has definitely got to be on a team. So I'd assume, you know, if not, he'll just restart the Revengers <laughs> from Ragnarok. <laughs> uh, I got so pissed off when I found out that was a thing because, like, literally about a year before that film came out, I was, like, trying to think of my own, like, comic book team and I was, I was working with things and I thought, well, Revengers, that's very original, isn't it? Like, you know. <laughs> I thought to myself, like, you know, imagine if that was like a superhero team name and I had it written down as like a test team name when I was like writing some stuff. A year later, Thor Ragnarok comes out. Let's join the Revengers. Turns out it was actually a thing. Brilliant. So can't use I had that. Your notebook. <laughs> yeah. They have my fucking notebook and everything, you know. Uh, you know, actually, it wouldn't surprise me if film companies do that. They just hack into like film enthusiasts, like, you know, accounts and technology to see if they've come up with something that they can quickly use we've but, run out of ideas you know, we've run out of ideas what originality can we bring to marvel <laughs> Revengers. yeah because that's very logical isn't it you know i wouldn't be surprised if a character just you know mutters that word whether it's relevant or not oh wait it is actually source material you know that's perfect we've got we're obviously setting up the new avengers as well um isaiah bradley's son um, who we've met in obviously the Falcon and Winter Soldier does become a character called Patriot, I think, and he's a member of the Young Avengers as well. So they're just getting closer and closer to the setup. We weren't even expecting that. So you know, they they are they are setting up Young Avengers because they've got yeah, Wiccan yeah. and Speed, Billy and Tommy, BT, um, <laughs> reference to past videos, Patriot, Miss Marvel, um, Kate Bishop's Hawkeye. And if they do Hulkling, that would be very surprising. Mm. Uh, they might do Hulkling and She-Hulk, maybe. I don't know, maybe. Yeah. So, yeah. Lots of characters. <laughs> I don't know how lots, many you just Lots of characters. Up. Lots of characters. And, um, Can't wait for the future. Yeah. We're lost for, um, lost for sure. words. So, if you want us to answer any more questions regarding that show because literally i'm speechless I, I i literally planned a lot of stuff to say yesterday and i think i've i've covered a lot of it but i can't remember everything but yeah if you've got any questions or if you think like you know any certain characters are doing stuff and you think that we should speak about it we, we might talk about it in our video next week just out of chance mm -hmm. um yeah. as well as obviously whatever topic we're talking about for that video so stay tuned and we'll see you later Thanks cheers folks you. cheers bye